Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Hi, Lou. Hi, Sue. Welcome back to 2022. I'm so excited to be here. I know, 222. Lucky numbers. We have been so nervous and excited all morning. (laughs) Mainly (laughs) nervous because I I feel like we're in a new setting. New members to the team. Yeah. We're we're in front of new people. We have like an audience today watching. (laughs) (laughs) So we're a bit giddy. (laughs) Um, Oh, by the way, if you're new here, we should preface um, Sue... Lou, it's just our nicknames for each other. Maybe revert back, back to season one then. if you want to know the full story. But anyways, we're, we're really excited. Um, it's been a great start to 2022 so far. I've been settling into Sydney. Yeah, we moved. And... <laughs> yeah, are you okay? <laughs> no. <laughs> are you getting really nervous? Are you like, I feel like we're on a first date or something. I just had a full mind blank. <clears throat> We've moved into our new place in Sydney and we absolutely love it to the point where, like, we're the most social people I know. Yeah. We really thrive off being quite extroverted and, and going out and having fun and dinners. We're social butterflies. We have been, like, hermits. Mainly. Lo- mainly. And loving it. Loving it sick. We go out and we have we come back and we're completely drained and, like, getting social anxiety and I feeling mean, like we just did a festival. Yeah. I, my, I feel like, this year, because we're both so focused on a lot of goals and, you know, setting new expectations for ourselves, really leveling up. I think that well, if something doesn't align with that, then it's, it's not worth our energy. It's not aligning. And we've learned a lot. But um, anyways, <laughs> you can uh, listen to the next episode, episode two. We're actually going to talk a lot about goal setting and getting into routine. But we thought for the first step back, you guys have so many questions. You want to know about our adventures and we want to tell you. And it's been like two months since we've been in the chair on the mic. I wonder why I'm a little bit like… That's why I'm nervous. I feel like… I'm like, <laughs> forgot how to do this. Guys, we also have a really cute blue couch that we're sitting on. Like we've we've just… We're really excited about it. We You'll see on the TikTok and Instagram and stuff, but I, we've also just put up some BTS, but you probably would have seen it by then. Yeah. And we're also wearing blue and we've got our blue matching water bottles. Like I feel really lame, but it's also just a adorable that we're just really committed to the brand. Yeah. Um, but Ashton found on Marketplace yesterday, we were like, and I've just been saying we've been like hermits, but we went out for the first time yesterday. <laughs> sorry, Saturday night. And we were wildly hungover yesterday. And Ashton was like on Marketplace trying to source this velvet blue couch for us to use And for Air today. Taskers literally put an ad out and had like eight hits in two minutes and we're out to breakfast, like full hermits, like <laughs> in our shells, like empty shell of a human. And I'm like messaging all these like 
air taskers and like trying, trying to negotiate. negotiate and arrange it. But we got oh. there. We got there in the end. But um, and here we are. It's so comfy. <sighs> I'm loving it. I feel like we're just it's get kind used of to quite this. deluxe, isn't it? Yes, like we've stepped it up. We loved our old studio as well, though. By the way, yeah, miss we, them. We, you know, I love you guys too. Humble beginnings. <laughs> humble beginnings. But um, you know, so we're we're, we're in our new place in Sydney. It's just everything I honestly dreamt of and more. Each week, I feel like we're falling more in love with it. It's like the more, when you get to know someone and the more time you spend with them, you you, you form like the deeper connection. We're like that with our home. I feel so safe. I feel so at home and it's going to be really hard to leave it. We really wish that we like could have bought it if it was for sale. (laughs) If we could afford it. (laughs) If we could afford it and slash if it was for sale. But the person who bought it bought the apartment next to us too and then knocking the middle wall down and making it into one big like penthouse, I guess. So we need to befriend the owner. So we can come visit. (laughs) Yeah. Can't wait till I just have, you know, just a few spare milli just to play around with, you know? Yeah. Um, Anyway. (laughs) 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 Manifesting. (laughs) We'll get there. We'll get there. Mm. Um, Anyways, should we first and foremost talk about London? I was going to say mantra of the week. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Um, You guys know the drill. This is our mantra Mantra of the the week. week. Take it away, Lou. Um, so Kart's found this one and, you know, it's just a nice, light, happy, inspirational sentence <laughs> to get you through the day. <laughs> <An> inspirational <laughs> sentence. <laughs> so repeat after me. The secret to happiness is freedom. The secret to happiness is freedom. And the secret to freedom is courage. And the secret to freedom is courage. We love that. I really love it because it's the truth. I think courage is one of the most, It's it's like, just overcoming fear, you know, yeah, and taking which we talk a, about a lot. Yeah, taking a step forward. And I feel like our past six month months, we've both had to step a lot into courage and in, in our personal lives, mm, yeah, in our business life, in every single way we've had to overcome fear and be quite courageous. Yeah. And I am proud of both of us. I think we've both really done that in so many areas. And the benefits and rewards are showing now. Like, yeah. well, obviously got a long way to go, but mm-hmm. like we are taking a moment to reflect and go, oh, wow, like because we've sacrificed this or because we've given up this or whatever it is, we're now seeing this the good results. thing come from it. So mm-hmm. um, also happiness is an emotion. It's not like, a, it's not something that's always going to be there. Mm. So I think it's important to go, yes, I want to feel happy all the time, but also allow yourself to be sad if you need to that day, but then find happiness and joy mm-hmm. in the things that you have in your life. Mm. I love that because I feel like it's it's good to even lead into our adventures and like, you know, obviously on yeah. social media, everything we've been doing looks so fun and it is, but, you know, we've both experienced <laughs> quite a few like confronting down moments over the past few months, which it's just natural. This is just life. Exactly what you said. It's not, happiness is not a constant, but it's something to strive for and something we're really focused on and more happiness just within ourselves, being alone and like being okay with where we're at. I think as well, happiness is such a societal pressured like state of being. Like everyone's like, oh, like just be happy. You got to be happy. And I think for us, Mm. when we're not happy, we start to like go into a bit of a panic. Like even when we, we randomly meditate, well, not randomly, when we meditate and we randomly like cry and we're sad and we're not sure why, like our brains just always think that we need to make sense of yeah. emotions and mm. need to make sense of why aren't we happy? Yeah, you're always like to me, like you don't need to understand why. Because, you know, when we were in London, 
I was so like, don't get me wrong. I was like living my best. I was so excited to be there. Like one of just the most, like it gives me serotonin even thinking about it. I felt so myself. It felt nice to feel freedom, Mm -hmm. like being overseas for the first time in two years. But, you know, I just come off the back of losing my dad and I was processing all of that and it was all very fast. Mm. I feel like I was kind of running from my emotions Mm. and I was feeling quite lonely in my heart. And so London was genuinely one of the biggest challenges as much as it was one of the most fun experiences for me. I think as well, like in London, you also faced a few, like kind of had closure to a situation from years before Mm. that you randomly got confronted with like mm. you didn't we didn't like that was not planned it's hard to tell you guys because you obviously yeah don't like know I can't talking about. you know divulge too much but it was pretty much yeah like someone in my life that had hurt me and I'm still friends with but we just it just I don't know I just got closure but it was yeah. still like it brought up a lot feelings emotions yeah. it was a lot of it and and then the pressure to be like I'm away I need to be having fun I can't be upset yeah. and I'm like just it's fine. You're not going to be upset every minute of the day. You can have your moments, mm-hmm. cry in p- cafes like Oh, my God. I do. literally, like, we were, we were out for brekkie. And it was, like, two mornings. And it was the same cafe. And I was just… <laughs> I be- know why. I just realized because it was an Aussie cafe. You probably felt safe there. I don't know what it was. Like, <laughs> it was it was just so weird. But I was just sitting there in one minute. I was just, like, I felt so often anxious and really upset. And I just looked at Ashton. I was like, oh God, oh God, I don't know what's going on. Here it comes. Here it comes. And the tears were just like flooding out of my eyes. She was like dabbing her face. Like being like really like bougie, like patting this little like (laughs) tissue over my face while sipping my coffee. Like, but everyone in that cafe was like, it was so busy that everyone was just in their own focused in that. Yeah. Their own conversation. I honestly just love crying. It just like makes me immediately feel better. But, um, yeah, there was one day when we were just walking. I've become better at, I think, expressing to people that I'm close with that when I'm not doing okay because <laughs> otherwise I will just internalize everything and, like, be acting weird. And I remember we were walking down the street one day <laughs> and I just turned to Ash and I go, I just want to let you know um, I'm not doing too well. <laughs> I honestly feel pretty fucking depressed right now. And we're laughing because just, just, she just says it if, like, you know, if someone's like, oh, you know, I'm really hungry. <laughs> She's just like, I'm just, I'm really depressed. I'm just going to let you know. Like I was just in the dumps and I was like, I need to tell tell you because I just. So that I can show up for you. If you, yeah, you can't yes, internalize it and just, you know, bottle it up because that's when it is going to come out unexpectedly. Mm. And But I think it was, it's more also for me, it was like, I didn't want to accept I felt that way. Mm. So I had to. Say it out loud. Express it and make it real because otherwise I just run from those feelings. Mm. But yeah, that was a bit dampening, but we will get into talking about the fun stuff. I just thought there was, you know, a lot of people were asking about, I guess, the progress since losing my dad because we Mm -hmm. discussed it a lot on the podcast and I still get messages like every day about it. Yeah. And it still is quite fresh. Like, Mm. And I don't know if you're ever going to, it's never going to feel not fresh. No. And I feel like both of us talking about our issues with our dads, like, you know, your dad's still here, but you've openly spoken a lot about the, the, challenges you have. I've been loving it. We've been having so many like mm. beautiful candid conversations about that together yeah. and just being able to relate to each other and have a safe space to talk about something that we both, yeah, can understand, mm. I guess. I mean, I haven't lost a parent, so I yeah. can't relate to that, but I can relate to the emotions you feel and have felt towards your dad throughout yeah. your life. And it's like now I think with everyone being like, so how are you going? And it's like exactly what you said. It never goes away. And I'm learning that. I thought that I was like 
the first few like weeks would happen and I'd be like, okay, it doesn't feel real. And then the minute it starts kind of sinking in mm. and you start being reminded of them, it's definitely been more challenging the longer time that's gone on. Um, but my goal now obviously is like to help you with your relationship with your dad and help mm. you like manage that and then talk to any of my friends as well that have those, you know, really difficult relationships with the parent because I just feel like I have a different perspective on it now. Exactly. And I think in your position, you've got a platform to be able to help people. And yeah. I think a lot of people, when they would go through experiencing what you've experienced, like experiencing death and everything, you know, a lot of people would treat and it's a very personal thing. So if you but have I the courage that. Yeah. to like get on your platform and like cry. We all know I'm like a big soppy ball of meh half the time. <laughs> I used to cry my stories always. But I feel like I really retreated for a while and I was like, you know what, this is terrifying to be so open about this. Mm. But just having so many people message me and I felt com more comforted having people to relate to as well. But um, yeah. It's yeah. It not only helps others, but you then get messages from people who have maybe lost their father or parent five years ago. And yeah, they're like, this is where I'm at. And like, can give you a bit of insight on like what's to come from their experience. I just think the sad truth is, and it's just something, it's just, it never gets easier. And you've kind of, we've learned together because there was a phase there where I genuinely pushed everyone away. I was acting like such a bitch. <laughs> It was like the lowest moment. I was being really rude to Lou and I hated it. And we had to sit down together and be like, what's going on with us? And I was like, it's me. I am being someone I'm not because I'm not processing or accepting that I've this huge things happen in my life and that it hurts and my body's just not processing things, I guess. So well, the, the, I love this quote because it's so true, but hurt people hurt people and mm -hmm. you were just hurting and mm. I'm never going to take it personally. Like, mm. did it hurt me sometimes? <laughs> yes. <laughs> But that's okay. I have empathy and I have understanding mm. and I'm not like, it's so mm. easy to take things personally and go, <gasps> and then get, um, you know, bitter or whatever, or revenge, not revengeful, but like, you know, yeah. people don't respond well to that and that's fine. But yeah. I think it's important being on the receiving end, take a step back, put your emotions aside and maybe your, even your ego and mm. go, what is happening in this person's life for them to be acting like this? Mm, and if it's like out of character. Yeah. And I think this is where courage also comes into it is we've acknowledged now what I've learned, I'm really bad at confrontational conversations. <laughs> I just avoid them. Like, Which you wouldn't think because you're quite a confident, strong-minded person. Normally I am like, you know, I can confront things head on if it's, I guess in ways, but I think when it's someone I love, mm. I never want to hurt them. Yeah. And like, I just wasn't accepting this one thing. So it did take a lot of courage, I guess, even on, from my, on my side to sit down and be like, I'm acting like a bitch. And I now understand where it's coming from. Is it okay? No, but like, let's communicate. And that's also just re reiterating the fact of how important communication is within friendships and relationships mm -hmm. and everything. Like, you just feel so much better after you've had a big chat. But one thing that I don't understand, and I'm sure everyone could agree, is the communication never feels like it gets easy, like the the thought of it. Like I feel like you and I, everyone knows communication is key. Everyone knows mm -hmm. that. Yet the main problem in relationships and friendships is lack of communication. Yeah. It's like that, it's like we know things that are good for us, but we we for some reason like avoid it? Because we make it worse in our head. Like yeah. in the lead up to something, that's just anxiety. That's yeah. just anxiety playing up and that's fear playing up. Yeah. So it's like, ego. Yeah. So that's where I think to to, to wrap up the dark stuff, <laughs> but there's some ways that I feel like we've, I guess the, our mantra has actually been quite profound and mm. courage has been a really main focus for me and I think for you. And 
Um, on the topic of just, I guess, life update, you know, I had my big major event. Yours was your breakup. We mm-hmm. both really went through quite a lot of loss, I feel like, towards yeah. the second half of the year. Um, how are you managing your new single life? You know what? It's similar to, I think any sort of loss is going to come in waves of emotions. Like that's just normal. I have my days where I'm like, you know, I'll be really cuts like, what's wrong? She can, <laughs> she can sense it. Like oh, I'll I, be in my room and she'll come in and be like, are you okay, Lou? And I'm like, just a bit depressed right now. You were like out to lunch one day and I was just sitting on the couch and I was like, I can feel her. Something's up. Do I text her? Oh, no, wait, wait, wait till she gets home. And then I was like so close to text. She'd be like, is everything okay? But I didn't want to be like an annoying mom being like, because I am kind of mummy half the time. <laughs> so like, I was like, just let her like live her life. <laughs> yeah, it did. Look, it, it, it comes in waves. And I think you once again, just have to go, okay, today I'm not feeling great about it. And that is okay. Like, mm. I'm going to just do the things that make me happy. Like, call a friend or lucky I live with Lou. So like (laughs) we have very much access to each other all the time, but cook your favorite meal, like journal, meditate, um, go watch a movie, like go to the cinemas, go out to dinner, like whatever it is that's going to just not take your mind off and distract in a way of avoidance, but just, you know, if you can't help but feel sad and you know that it's just one of those days, there's not not much you can do about it. So just try and do anything you can to take Mm. your mind off that. And um, I also feel like looking ahead into the future of mm. the, like, that's what always gets me out of a place is like either planning something or just revisiting my goals, which as I said, we'll talk about in the next ep. But when you can kind of, that's, and that's all self-love. That's like, what am I doing for my life? How am mm-hmm. I showing up for myself? I yeah. think for in our situation, when we've both been down, I guess at least I know I've tried to just be like, let's focus on like, you know, in a month we're doing this. Mm-hmm. And then this week, yeah. next week we're recording the pod. Like, there's little exciting things to like be looking forward to. Um, and like, I think you've handled it so well, even in your moments of being low, because this is the first time you've been single in like, since I've known you. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And I love it. I love that I'm here for this experience. <laughs> I'm having a fun time. Like I'm seriously. Yeah, my friends living vicariously like, through me. I'm loving it because we get to go frolic and just be so naughty together. Um, <laughs> not naughty, just like fun. You know, just we're in like, our 20s. Just Like not even to do with boys. It's purely the fact that like we get to go out and it's like for us. We're accountable for ourselves and ourselves only. Like we're each other's kind of biggest commitment at this point. And, you know, and Wolfie, (laughs) your doggy. Um, But no, you've handled it so well. And I think confronting it, watching you go through it as well is interesting for me Mm -hmm. because in ways I'm feeling the same feelings you are because, you know, I'm single too. And when you get lonely, it's like I watch what you, you're like, coping mechanism, what you try and do. And then I'll try and be like, no, 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 don't do that. It's not good. But it's also reminding me not to do the same thing, you know? Yeah, because you're still single. I'm trying so hard to give being single just the greatest crack. But I think at the end of the day, we need to feel safe and comforted. And I think- Companionship. We just have so much energy and love to give. So it's like, I'd rather just commit to one person and like- Like life's too short. Like I mm. want to feel- those Deeper like intoxicating feelings. Yes, I want to be love drunk. Yeah, I hate this that we're like I this. Know, but I, I always say to Lou, I'm like, oh, Sue, I, we've really messed up. We've really like neglected Sue and we I need know. to be better. I always say to Sue, um, I just want my life to feel like a movie every day. And like, I know that sounds dumb, but it's so possible. Like, yeah. That's once again, we're just hopeless romantics. We just disgusting. Well, I'm cheesy. I love cheesy, like cringe. Like, you're cheesy. I'm like, 
the I'm gritty, like, like… Write me a love letter. No, I love that as well. <laughs> True. Um, okay, let's get into like some fun stories. You see. <laughs> Sorry. Over-promising and under-delivering. Yeah, we can't, we don't want to disclose too much, but we'll we'll do the best we can. So we put up a little question box on… Um, Comk Insta. On the CC Insta at Common Chaos. It's at underscore common chaos, but it's going to be changed soon. We're yeah. trying to talk to Instagram. We're on it. Like, help us out Work here. Work in progress. Um, yeah, we asked you guys uh, if you had any questions, just so we could do a little, like, life update chat. And a lot of them was to do with London. So if you don't know, I know we've been, like, talking about it. We went to London at the start of December. It was our first international trip in two years mm-hmm. of being in lockdown. and My Ash- first time in London. Ashton had never been to London before. and. It felt important to go to London first because she agreed to move to London with me like before she'd ever even been. And I was like, look, I love you and I will like try and convince you to move. But if you're not going to be happy there, I'm not going to like force you to move to this place with me. So um, we, yeah, we booked some flights. Yeah. We didn't even, we literally, until the day before we flew, we didn't know if we'd be going. Yeah. Why was that again? Omricon. Omricon, yeah. But we prevailed. We just had the courage and we, we knew. got on the plane. We, I remember my favorite actually memory pre-London pre was when I went grocery shopping, you went and did something and we looked at each other and said, let's go talk to every single person that we trust their opinion. Let's go meditate and really try and think if this is happening or not. And we both came back. Kylie's like, I have my answer. I'm like, <laughs> I think I do too. And we sit down and we're like, what's the verdict? We're obviously going. Yeah, we were like, uh, <laughs> as if. Like, that would be so pathetic if we didn't. Like, I wish someone was constantly following us around with a camera. Like, it, our life is a movie. It's really funny. It just us, what we do. I don't I don't even know. But I anyway. It's entertaining. What's your favorite memory from summer been so far? From summer? Well, it's been terrible weather in Sydney. It's been like raining, then hot, mm. then cold, then whatever. But, um, oh, there's been a lot. What have we done? I know mine, so I You go first. Oh, okay. I feel bad. I asked you. That's fine. I talk so much anyways. <laughs> like, guys, I'm aware. I'm a yapper, okay? <laughs> <laughs> this has been me since I was a child. <laughs> Literally. Um, my favorite memory so far was when we did our first little, like, housewarming, like, dinner out on the lawn. Oh, was that your fave? One of, yeah. I feel like that's really, like, that's the Stuck first memory you. that came to mind. So I'm just rolling with that. Yeah. Because I felt so proud of our home mm. and I felt like it was a beautiful sunset. We cooked mm. yummy food. Like it was just nice. It was you nice. Know? It was wholesome. I think my favorite moment in Sydney has been that day that we went out to lunch for our friend's event and then we went on Jamie's boat. Oh, the other, yeah, like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah I that feel was like really nice. I'd been feeling quite emotional, just like dad stuff. And anytime I go out on boats, I just yeah. like feel so, and I was like telling you stories about my dad. Yeah. And like I saw a boat that looked like one that he had when we were younger, like this old school, like yeah. wooden boat. And we went out for lunch with friends and then our friend Jamie, like, bless him, has a boat. Very lucky to have a friend with <laughs> a boat. You, Thank you so much. Um, and we just like, like the, the little, what's the other smaller boat came the, and picked us up from like the dock out the front of our house and we got to go out on the boat. Like it just felt, It was so windy. It was, <laughs> the, the boat ride to the boat was the funny, I've never we'll laughed so CC. hard in my life. We have a slow-mo video of us. My fringe, so I've just gotten my fringe cut and it's so short. My fringe was like blowing back. I look like Lord Farquaad and I was just like, 
pissing myself because you thought you'd lost your bag in the wind. Your skirt's like rolling up. Your whole entire like coochie's out. <laughs> like, my like, I'm like holding my boobs in place. It was just, and my shirt was like back like a cape. It was just, the boat was going so fast. And when you get so much adrenaline, like I couldn't stop laughing every time I'd go over a wave. But then, yeah, we got to the boat and we had like this beautiful sunset swim and it yeah. was just really calming. jellyfish everywhere. Had, um, had some sushi. Fuck, oh. I sound like such a brat. Oh my God. It, we, like I can no, acknowledge. No, we're grateful. So grateful. The for, sashimi. It was really yummy. And then the boat ride home was just the most like, oh my God, my heart was like Because it was nighttime. So you could see all of Sydney City lights all with the, the Harbour Bridge and the uh, Opera House. It was just like such a magical moment for me. I don't know why. I just like because it's spontaneous. We were present, but also it was spontaneous. Yeah, I put up a video on my Instagram of um, us on the boat and like me looking out at the harbour and I was just like, this is just really so cool. I think it was cool because like, this is our backyard. Like We're we getting live- dropped, getting picked up <laughs> from our front yard on the beach and then to, you know, a boat. Like I just, you could, I think it's because we like genuinely every single day are so grateful mm. for everything we get to experience. Yeah. And like moments like that where I feel like my heart is just like, Holy Full. shit. Like, this is so beautiful. Like, I'm still, like, giddy talking about it. But, yeah, that was that was long-winded. But I feel like I just need <laughs> Well, also, I think because we're only in Sydney for a few more months, we're really making sure we soak up, like, every moment here. And yeah. I think that really does help. I think I just, in that moment, felt very grateful to live in Australia and yeah. have this as, like, our, like, home. home and backyard. And, like, it's a very beautiful city and a very beautiful place. And I also love that we can make anywhere, like, a home. Mm. I feel like we're very grateful. We're very adaptable and we're like, yeah, like we can find the beauty in any place that we go to. I mean, it's not hard. It's not hard when you're with your best friend. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Home's where the heart is. Okay. What are you going to miss most about living in Australia? Oh, I was about to say something typical and be like clean air. (laughs) Because everyone's so polluted. No, like LA is so polluted, the air. Like you can really no, feel I the know. difference. Well, when Yaz landed back from New York, my best friend, other best friend, Yaz had been <laughs> in New York for two years during COVID and she literally landed off the plane and was like, oh my God, the air here is so clean. I mean, honestly, probably my family and friends. Like that's who. I, that's what I'm going to miss the most. Yeah. Yeah. Mine would be, I think, the beach and the nature here and, mm. like, the f- clean, fresh produce. And mm. I, I'm not going to miss my fam because my mum and brother are literally moving overseas too. So. Is your brother coming too? Yeah. The, the mum's moving to London. Harrison's going to go traveling. I'll obviously miss all my friends here. But, like, come on. you guys, Everyone's going to be traveling soon. And, and we'll I'll, be I'll be back in Australia. Like, I'm good at maintaining friendships and relationships when we're far apart. But, um. No, I'll miss, I'll just miss the, the, the summer feeling, I think. Yeah. And like, Australia is just a great, great fun place. Yeah, there's um, not much you can fault about it no. at all. My heart's here always, yeah. but um, yeah. Um, okay, Cuts, can you please explain, explain your guys' moving plan? I'm confused. Are you going to London or LA? London first in May. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I said a big sip of water. London first in May for like, we at first we said six to twelve months. It's going to be twelve to over. It'll be at least twelve months, hundred percent. I think for me, I freak out if I think for anything too long and like because you know of my age and stuff. I'm like, okay, wait, well, like, all right, let's. Mm-hmm. I think like we're kind of aiming for twelve months and reevaluate. Yeah, but yeah. we're open to anything. We're really open to anything. We we just know twelve months in London and then t- twelve plus months in London and then 
we'll go to LA. Like that, that was our trade-off. You really wanted to live in LA. It started off as three months in London. <laughs> I've just like slowly <laughs> and then it was peeled six, this. And then it's 12. And now she's like minimum 12. I'm like, <laughs> am I going to get to LA before 30? No. No. Age is but a number. You are the most youthful, beautiful, young looking person I've ever met in my life. My but ovaries are aging no matter what you say. I think that I just know how quickly time is flying by at the moment. And I just, I know we're going to want longer because we're going to be traveling Europe. We're going to be, yeah. we want to feel settled and, and not rushing through life, I guess. But I think wherever common chaos takes us and like where opportunity and yeah, where our, our hearts take yeah, us. Yeah, and our own personal business my, like, stuff. Like, I mean, not going to, I'm just saying this for like a point of making a point, but like we might not even get to LA. We might go somewhere else. That's but what like, I mean. You know. LA is in, we might be in New York. We might you be. Just, you just don't know. You might, we might both fall in love with Greek men. Oh. And suddenly, <laughs> lo and behold, we buy a club in Mykonos <laughs> and we run a club. And then we have <laughs> a show like Lindsay Lohan show. Oh, I've never seen it. She had a show. I think it's like she has this beach club in Mykonos. Oh. So funny. Wow. But you just don't know where life's going to take no. us. We could meet Italian stallions. Yep. We could. You just don't know. We have a plan and the plan is subject to change. <laughs> We're very flexible. Yeah. We open. both have a very like similar mindset to our life yeah. plan. Yeah. But at any moment, if you were like, okay, cuts, it's LA time. Obviously, I would come. I don't love LA, but like I, I'm happy. I'm happy with you. I'm happy where, you know, I've got good people around me. Yes. Same. Like we could get to LA and absolutely hate it and never want to go back. No, I've been there so many times. I don't love it. I don't love it. But like, at least, you know, I can go to New York on the weekends. Like, that's very my vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Who even knows what's going to happen? That's the plan. We're leaving at the end of May slash start of June and we're not coming back to Australia to live for… Indefinitely, to be honest. Indefinitely, yeah. Until probably we want to have kids. I would definitely raise kids here, but… Oh my God, it's so scary. Next minute, we're like, it's been three months. I'm like… Hey to hear, mom. No. Mom, come home. Like, coming home. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have definitely some homesickness. Oh my god, of course. For a while. Yeah, it's gonna be the biggest challenge yet. But I'm, also, to be honest, like I don't know. No, I don't think so. Home is just for me where I am with people that I feel safe with. So yeah, and we can just our family can come visit us. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> will be so nice having mom's gonna be living in London. So. That's just huge difference. Be you know, and Frankie, my puppy is coming, and, yes, so and you, Wolf. Yeah, Wolf will sort out what to do with Wolf. Um, okay, let's do the juicy tea. Um, everyone wants to know any boys. What's been going on with the boys? Any boys in London? Any boys in Sid? Like just single things, you know. Well, I have been chatting to someone for like a few months. Not nothing serious at all. Um, and we met up in London, which was cool. Um, but yeah, nothing serious for me. Just me like sitting here, like, <laughs> I love that I just know everything. <laughs> and, like, I just hate this for everyone else that they're, they're never going to know that I've, I've seen it all. Yeah, Katz knows I it know all. Um, Every detail of me life. Oh, there's been more than that. Come on. Oh, I mean, yeah, like, <laughs> I've obviously been single now for six months. I've had a few, wow. yeah, I've had a few, you know, fling a ding a lings. Fling a ding a lings. And you know what? Meeting, um, I've more so been making lots of friends yeah. from, from being single. That's the like, best part so many being guy friends, single. and I love it because we we lack a lot of male energy in our life. I feel so we we like you've got a brother, but yeah, you know, I don't get to see him all the time. Yeah, um, so yeah, it's nice to have male friends. To I love it. Out the I love it. I love hanging with boys. What about you, Lou? I can't <laughs> even remember. Um, <laughs> I'm. 
You've, well, oh, London. Yeah, I had so much fun in London with some cute boys there. Um, won't lie. <laughs> really diverse range of people. Yeah, if you were to say, does Cardia have a type? Like, I know she does because I know you and I know the kind of person. But like looks-wise, your type is like very all over the place. It's energy-based. Energy. But then if you were to say to me, who do you see yourself ending up with? I'm always like literally a guy that looks like me, like dark hair, yeah. eyes, like… exotic like, Yeah, you know. But it's for me, it's definitely about the vibe. And I met so many cool guys over there. And I feel like just… I don't know if I vibe so well with Aussie guys half the time. I feel like the guys I was kind of hanging out with and chatting with over there, like they just… We're just so complimentative and really like made me feel like a queen. Yeah, they're just nicer. And like I feel like the guys in Oz, like their egos get in the way um, get a in lot. The way. And also the toxic masculine masculinity. Masculinity is a problem here. So. And obviously not all men. Not no. all men. But I think just the people we sometimes It's just a general societal issue. Yeah. But no, yeah. I just I felt it just felt fun being with someone like different and I love their the chat the accent love a British accent and they'd be like that was horrible <laughs> someone asked what's the funniest like London saying you heard and I loved when the boys would be like in it what you're saying in it or like in so it? what you're saying and oh like, yeah what you're saying what you're saying I'd be like what do you mean what do we say what does that mean again like so what are, what are we doing oh yeah what are you thinking yeah what you're thinking what you're saying but like why don't you just say what you're thinking I love it it's kind of sexy oh. what you're saying Oh, they go, they go, you're right. Yeah. You okay? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm actually great. Thank I love you. the in it. In it. <laughs> we did pick it up a bit, the lingo. Oh, it's like <laughs> within like three days Ten being days. like having like a bit of a, a British twang. <laughs> we just love talking in it. It's a bit fun. It's fun. It's the only accent I can kind of do. But yeah, no, boys scene. Just I think genuinely, I I don't have lots of energy for like silly little, like not, I definitely like one night stand things go like soul sucking for me. And I've definitely confirmed that now for myself. Yeah. We're not really like one night stand girls. No. I would say like, I think for us, we can both agree that we need to have some sort of like connection. connection. It doesn't have to be like bloody full on emotional. I'm going to you know, date this person. No, but just no. like connect with them. Safe. In a, yeah. That's all it is. And like respected. I genuinely regret every one night stand after I've had, not everyone, but lately <laughs> I have learned my lesson that I just don't feel good from it. And I need to just stick to my guns with that. But I think more than anything, we're both really focusing on our growth right now. That's what I was going to say. We don't even have time for boys and it's just emotionally draining. And I think in that first stage as well, when you start talking to someone or whatever, yeah. like it can be, it can take a toll on your mental health and emotions. Yeah, like, all the questions like, why they're not replying? Like, do they like me? Are we flirting? Are we just chatting? Are we are friends? We like, I don't know. It's yeah. just a lot of like mental fuckery and- Mental exhaustion. We both know we're leaving. So I yeah. think obviously we're not going to get attached to anyone here. No way. London baby. <laughs> Gonna just oh god, don't do the accent. I can't. <laughs> it's more so the fact that we're gonna be bouncing around to like, oh my god, we're gonna go to Paris this weekend. Oh my god, let's go to Mykonos in a month. Like I think the thing I'm loving most about this phase of my single era is how much I'm learning freedom. about myself, the freedom, and also um really figuring out what I want for mm. my future and who, uh, the, the kind of partner I wanna be with. So both Cuts and I, we obviously do a lot of manifestation and goal writing and stuff. And we did a big one the other day. And I think for both of us, we, we're, we're like open to, we're very much like whatever's meant to be for us will be. Mm. But when we manifest what kind of love we want, we always, we don't get a particular person in our mind yeah. or we don't, yeah, like have it attached to anyone. We actually manifest how we want to feel with that person mm -hmm. and how, um, 
yeah, like more so the feeling. Mm-hmm. So that's like what we're focusing on is like anyone that doesn't make us feel like that mm-hmm. can literally turn the other way. Because this is what um, a very wise spiritual teacher once taught me when I was younger. She always used to say to me, she's like, you're powerful and your thoughts are powerful and manifestation is real. So be careful what you wish for. Yeah. And also we kind of like short, like- Guys, yeah, I feel like, like we've learned, not, not that, but we, we wanted to acknowledge this yeah. and say, for all the short boys out there, I feel like girls harp on all, yeah, like always, oh my God, is he short though? Like how tall is he? Like blah, blah. Obviously, we don't want to date someone that's like a head shorter than us. But if you're exactly my height, cute. Like, yeah. I don't care. No, we feel like safer, weirdly, which doesn't make sense because like tall boys, you think it feels safer, but we see, we feel like tall boys intimidate us. I don't know. Like, I, like, <laughs> I just wanted to say, you know, we, we see you. We love you. We... You stand are perfect you. the way you are. We, st- we stand, <laughs> literally stand with we you. We will stand with you. <laughs> eye to eye, boo. Eye to eye. <laughs> what was your funniest memory from London? I feel like we need a bit more London tea. Funniest. funniest. Oh, there was just so many. We kind of ran into these two guys that Cardia knew. knew. My friend used to date one of them and I was chatting to one on Instagram. Yeah. That we'd like matched on Raya like literally two years ago at the start of like ISO. Yeah. When I was like kind of using Raya a bit more. Yeah. Wow. Ages ago. Mm. And basically like, you know, we ran into them and then the next night one of them was like, hey, like let's like meet up. Like what are you guys doing? And I was like, oh, we're just at this like Mexican bar. Like I was obviously so drunk. If I had been sober, I wouldn't have invited them because Kart's actually was with like uh, another guy that night. Like, <laughs> like he was like out for dinner with us. With like, us. Like I was like, you know, when you like invite a guy, like he came by himself to hang with me and my friends. And but like nothing had happened between you and this other guy. So no. in my head, I was like, oh, like they're just like nothing had happened. But there was like, obviously we've been chatting. Flirty. There was flirty. I thought he was cute. Yeah. I guess he thought I was cute. And yeah. then, so they rock in <laughs> and I'm sitting there with this other guy. Let's call him. Ned. Ned. Oh, <laughs> literal god so, Dan because I always think his name's Dan anyway I'm with Dan and let's call the other guys the one you were flirting with is Ned and his best no Ned that's gonna get confusing now no Ted oh my god Ted <laughs> and Ned so Ted was my guy that I'd been talking to already on Raya and Ned was your guy that you'd met the other night that's his best friend yeah poor Dan is that well not poor Dan poor Ted fuck I'm getting it confused now <laughs> yeah, poor Ted, the one I'd be talking to, walked in thinking, oh, Ashton's message, you know, <clears throat> my friend, she, he's, she's obviously with Cardia, like, let's all go. We're gonna- he thought he had in with Cardia, basically. So he rocks up with and- Ted. Ned and Ted rock up. <laughs> and Card- and I warned her, I'm like, oh, Ned's coming and Ted's with him. And, and I'm like, vibing with Dan. Yeah. I am we love Dan. Yeah. Dan's I still chat sweetie. to Dan. Yeah. He's a sweetie. Yeah. Loved him. Love you, Dan. And I was like, oh, I thought like, I didn't realize he was rocking up with a crew because he rocked up with like two other people. Well, that he other was guy. obviously going to be with Ned, you know? Yeah, true. But anyways, it was just hilarious because I was like, like Ashton went and sat at a, sat at a separate table from us <laughs> with the guy that I'd been talking to and I'm with Dan and Dan's like, what's going on here? And I was like, I just it was open with him and explained the whole situation. And then later that night, we go to this other bar. Everyone comes. Yeah. We get in an Uber with together. Dan, Ted, and Ned. We're all in the Uber together. Like, there's photos of us. Yeah. Like, it was just, I'm pretty sure, like, Dan took a film photo of me with Ned. Like, yeah, he did. <laughs> and then, and then I said to Ned, 
oh, like, do you like cardio or something? Like, why are you so annoyed? Because he was being all like, mm-hmm. like, who's this yeah, guy? Why am I even here? And I was like, oh, like, what do you like her or something? And he was like, well, yeah. And I was like, ah. And <laughs> then, so, so by this point, we're all pretty drunk. Like, yeah. we're at this other, like, party place and we're pretty drunk. And um, I'm with Dan vibing. And he's obviously, like, I can tell Ned is getting, like, pissed that I'm still here with you. And, like, I think we, like, kissed. And he saw that we kissed or something. And, uh, <laughs> and then Ned comes up to me and goes, so what's happening, eh? Like, who's this short guy? Yeah. And I was like, oh, hey. Like, Ned was very tall and handsome, so beautiful. Both of them were so handsome. Mm-hmm. I felt very spoiled for choice, yeah. honestly. <laughs> um, but um, he was like, who's this short guy? And I was like, ooh, you're getting jealous. And I was like, honestly, this was just this, I, I didn't want this to happen. And like, I would love to hang with you and like, you know, get to know you as well. But I'm kind of preoccupied tonight. Like, <laughs> I don't even know. It was just a tragic tra- tra- situation. And then he ended up staying because the I, whole night I went, me and uh, t- Ted and the other friend, we left because we were like, we're bored, let's go. So we left and then Ned, Ned stayed I know. at the party with you. And no, he wasn't with me. He was kind of just watching me like living my best flirty life with Dan. But who was he with? And then I like, I don't know. I don't know. But mm. it was hilarious. It was genuinely hilarious. Yeah. I tried to make up for it and be like, let's hang another night. But, you know, we just didn't vibe like that. I, and I think maybe his ego got a bit hurt. Yeah, I think he was like, honestly, fuck this girl. Like, <laughs> I'm not about this. I would be the same. I'd be like, see ya. Yeah. That was that was really funny. The whole of London, every night, like, there was something eventful. Like, something. every day was great. Didn't want to leave. Can't wait to go back. I know. Can't wait. I can't wait for our life there. Oh, guys, as well, little update. We're going to LA <gasps> yes, in update. three weeks. We're going to LA for two weeks in three weeks. Yep. We're going to LA and New York. We oh, we, yeah, New York. we initially were going over um, because Ashton wanted to go over. Family vacay. Yeah, family vacay, but it ended up just being Sue and Lou vacay. And I obviously was would have FOMO if I wasn't going. So, But now I've ended up being booked for work in LA. So we love that. Yeah, because we were unsure whether to still go and then Carts was like, did a meditation. It was like, give me a sign. She literally got an email an hour later being like, hi, we'd love to send you to LA. And she's like, <gasps> I was like, oh, it's right. It's meant to be. So um, I'm catching up with Siofi, who I haven't seen in like years, and Amelie, my other two really she's like so good. best friends in LA, and just, you know, g- go and um, maybe record someone on the pod. So That'd be amazing. And then we're going to go to New York and see Yaz. We're seeing Tame Impala. Tame Impala is going to be so fun. And yeah, we're just going to live our best life. So I'm so excited for that. Yeah, that's our last what trip before London was LA. So mm-hmm. that's what we're kind of working towards now, just staying focused and wholesome until we go to LA because Lord knows that's going to be uh, big nights. Because <laughs> then we come back and we've only got April and May left mm-hmm. in Sydney and then we're, we're in London. So, yeah, crazy times ahead. That's the update, guys. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. It was a bit of a random one, but we just thought, like, I feel like we just want you guys to feel like you're just in a room chatting with us before we… Big, big catch-up. Yeah, big catch-up is overdue because uh, this season for the the pod, um, you can expect a lot more interviews with people. Yep. My goal is definitely to get more musicians on. Like, you guys know I love anything music and we know you do too. And we also want to share some people's stories that are super inspiring and mm-hmm. that might not have the platform to do it themselves. Yeah. So create a space, yeah, for some amazing stories to be shared. Yeah. We just kind of want it more than just interviews. We want to talk to people about how they're actually 
living with chaos in their life and yeah. all of that. So if you ever have ideas or people you want us to get on, you can, mm. I was going to say, you can email, just DM us. DM us on the Insta page. We're pretty active on there. Yeah. Pretty responsive. Yeah. So we're very, very, very excited for this season. Um, and thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of this journey. Thank you for your patience. Yes. Thank you for your patience. For it season took us two. A while to, it took us a bit longer than expected to find a, a studio, but we're so happy. So happy. Love it. Really, really just happy to be here. <laughs> and get excited for next week's episodes. Three best tips on um, how to create the life you want. Yeah. And this how is, to kick this your is goals. not just like New Year's resolution silly BS that we no. never follow. Like, this is stuff that we actually like live by and practice yeah. and can contest to. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for listening. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Went to blow a kiss. I know. <laughs> <laughs>